All right. So today we are talking about influencer marketing, which I think is a great topic for craft breweries and for really small businesses and any type of business. Influencer marketing has just gotten so popular over the last few years that we have to talk about it. Probably won't be the last time that we talk about it, but it's certainly the first time and our first guest on this topic is is certainly qualified. Um, his name is Dr. Cyrus Namebaksh, and he has a PhD in engineering and AI, but what makes him relevant to this topic is that he is the co-founder and partner in a company called A Influencer. Um, they're a sort of do-it-yourself platform for finding Instagram influencers. They've built this platform, okay? And him and his partner over the last five years have built this platform for Instagram growth and marketing that has served over like 800,000 businesses and influencers and those aspiring to become influencers. So he has a ton of experience dealing with influencers and helping businesses get connected. And he's going to share that with us during the show. I hope that you enjoy it and uh, we'll let you get to it. All right. Cyrus, what's up, dude? Thanks for being here, man. Hey, man. How are you? Thanks. Uh, and it's a pleasure to be with you. Yeah, I'm very grateful for you to be here because this topic is a very popular one nowadays. Uh, everyone's talking about influencer marketing. And I think what's really interesting about it now is that previously influencer marketing was kind of out of reach for brands and small businesses and breweries and this kind of group. But now it's kind of like, all right, there's more tools out there. It's becoming more and more popular and more and more attainable. But uh, there's some dangers too. And, and uh, I'm excited to uncover all that with you. But, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about you, man. Where, where are you coming from? What do you got going on? You know, uh, what's what's the backstory here? For sure. Basically, I'm running a platform called Influencer.com. We are, uh, like, it's a scalable marketplace for Instagram marketing right now and in the future. TikTok as well, uh, base, a transparent DIY marketplace for Instagram uh, uh, Instagram influencers and small brands, micro-influencers on Instagram to connect with brands and run some campaigns and you know, promote and help brands to get their work out, their words out. Uh, what I've done in the past, like I've been in the last 10 to 12 years building marketplaces, social apps, SaaS businesses mainly focus around uh, uh, marketing, some like you know fitness uh, marketplaces that also were helping fitness models on Instagram to sell and market themselves better to their audience with their products. So eventually everything led into our SaaS business, um, uh, which was helping over right now, helping over 800,000 small businesses, influencers, and regular dudes who want to be influencer, an influencer, or eventually in future run their own e-commerce business or something on Instagram to grow, to, to learn some marketing tactics on Instagram, schedule posts and create content, DM people and manage their DMs. So uh, this experience helped me with my business partner, David Benoliel, that to come up with this vision two years ago that uh, what lacks and sucks right now at the market is a, a streamlined workflow platform, which is free to be used by micro brands and micro influencers. And they get 
everything so easy for them that they can do it themselves and work together and push their product, uh, push their uh, messaging out, raise some awareness on Instagram or any other social marketplace down the road. Uh, and, and, and I think it's been even for myself as an entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur, mainly focused on um, even pre being an entrepreneur, medical products and up to now to uh, apps, with the platforms, marketing platforms. Uh, Traction is the main pain point for everybody who goes to a business. And now with the gig economy, also uh, influencers, creators, those who are trying to monetize their social channels, traction is again a, a pain point, which uh, uh, getting over that hurdle, um, sometimes it's costly, sometimes it's uh, daunting, sometimes it's complicated. Uh, we all know different channels that we can use to grow our product, such as advertising across different either um, so social channels or Google uh, or affiliate networks or, or organic channels. And, and comparing both, they're all costly and as well as uh, um, time consuming, time consuming. Whereas we, we found this influencer marketing is very much uh, easy to get into in terms, of, and, and if you crack the code, is rewarding and, and cheaper and more efficient based on, on our own experience. And that's led us into building this platform. Wow. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there. And, you know, there's hopefully you know, there's a key, there's a few key notes out of there that kind of illustrate why I was excited to talk to you because like there is absolutely value in the influencer thing. Um, but it's hard to uncover and it's difficult not only for brands to try to source influencers, but for influencers to try to get out there and, and connect with brands. And another thing that made me excited to talk to you was that you're like very knowledgeable and have tons of data and experience working with the micro influencer group. And I think the micro influencer thing is what seems most valuable to me for breweries because breweries are like, they're, they're like micro markets, you know, they're having, they have a five, 10, 15 mile radius around their building in most cases, sometimes bigger, depending if they're regionally distributed, maybe they've got a section of a city that they're really in, that they kind of are distributing and selling to. That's their potential customer base, which means that micro influencers are really the only way you can go. You can't really get, you know, Kim Kardashian to post about your beer and have that be any kind of affordable and have a and have that be any kind of like re like realistic sales would come from that. Maybe it would be really cool to have that uh, that influencer post, but like it's totally unobtainable. But the micro influ influencer thing seems to be uh, where there is there's gold to be panned, and and maybe you could uncover that a little bit more. So like, why is this micro influencer influencer marketing potentially valuable for a brewery, which is very much so kind of a small localized business uh in, in a small market yeah so as you said like in the breweries and and when it comes to craft beers mainly if you're talking about guinness corona they are the top brands that they are already working with influencers they have the biggest share of market in terms of uh, inf uh, influencer marketing and they have really nailed it down and there already are brands out there everybody almost across the world knows them and that's why even some influencers will even promote that 
brand on their own. When it comes to breweries and craft beers, as you said, they're very localized. They have to start from their own state uh, area to get on the shelves of uh, beer stores. And then they got to start doing the awareness part for the local people to go and pick up those beers out of hundreds of other beers that are out there on the shelf or at the beer, uh, at the clubs or bars around that area. So when, when it comes to those type of uh, businesses and their nature, all you need is that people who have built in the same area, in same geo, the audience that not necessarily is as big as Kim Kardashian or even like, you know, 100,000 followers, even five to 6,000 followers who are authentic. And in that region, that area, um, imagine in, in, in where my cottage right now is, is uh, Aurelia. So you have not, you don't have many people. And as, as all you need is the few strong micro-influencers in this neighborhood who can reach everybody in, in, around them and uh, get the word out and show people how delicious or tasteful that beer is and, and get that awareness that you need uh, through the social channels to everybody. Micro-influencers also, uh, statistically speaking, the five x five times more efficient than macro influences when you put dollar versus dollar into each, and so you get much more ROI back from your 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 expenditure. So that's the way so to go when you're not you, global. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? So I think that there's that's really interesting that the micro influencer you're saying is five times better for return on your. Your, your, what you're paying them or your time dedicated to them compared to a larger influencer? Help me understand that more. So basically, what let's say, for example, on Instagram, what happens is that uh, you get only 5 to 10% or max 20% of your audience uh, exposed to that post that, influence, the, that influencer put it up. And when it comes to macros, it, and they're much more global. You can't, like, for example, you can grow your Instagram account around beer, wine, uh, uh, more than 20, 30,000 maybe followers in, if I'm talking metropolitan cities, maybe 50,000 followers, uh, unless you go global, mm-hmm. right? You got to go global and, and you, you become bigger and bigger uh, on, uh, in terms of your exposure and um, engagement. Whereas when it comes to micro-influencers, not only engagement is higher because it's much more authentic. And also, you can find always those influences around your neighborhood that are very focused around the city. For example, if I want uh, to promote anything in Toronto, I go for the club, a uh, basketball club in Toronto. It's not necessarily... Uh, any beer is influenced like someone who is promoting Raptors who is the basketball the most famous basketball club in Toronto, or lifestyle in Toronto the odds of and uh, the, the percentage of audience who are from Toronto in, in uh, with that influence is much more higher than someone who so is, the it's almost like a density of yeah. of effective populace you know the micro influencer is going to have an audience that is more engaged in will is more localized to your niche so to speak not necessarily like you're like there's i'm going to define two different versions of niche niche kind of is like all right you've got like a certain type of business in a certain industry but niche can also be localized or local 
Yeah. Uh, at least that's how I'm using it. Right. Yeah. Um, so really interesting. And it, you're, it's a stronger return, which it kind of makes sense is that these folks are there and it's usually cheaper, right? To be doing yeah, very much. With micro, micro and the risk, the risk comes down also when you work with micro influencers versus macro, you, you have one shot with the macro big time money you have to spend. And for example, Kim Kardashian is a million dollar proposed. So, yeah. <laughs> so if, I, if it hasn't changed recently. So whereas with micro, you can test more often, the smoke test your efforts with that and influencer and keep doing the repeat works with them. One of our current brands on the platform is doing fundraising for sport clubs uh like a small sport like school sport clubs and they're moving to texas actually and now they started working with influencers there through our platform finding them localize and uh, detect that uh, kind of uh, discovering them and working some of these influencers just go and say let me to give you three posts on this schedule for instead of $500 like you know $300 and they're, right. they're closing deals like this like because they know that mom or dad who has kids in school and has the audience like that and they have sport clubs like hockey or whatever soccer or football yeah they they get much more exposure and uh, get much more engagement when they talk about oh I, i'm raising funds for my son's uh club through this platform which is that brand called flip gift and wow. uh, so for beer, it's the same thing. If I'm drinking the beer and my audience is people in Texas or Toronto, uh, they, they're all going to see, like, you know, I'm, I'm drinking that beer, enjoying it and getting tipsy. <laughs> yeah, right. No, that's that's fascinating. And it makes a ton of sense. Um, but there's there's potential kind of dangers out there, too, with influencers. You know, I've done it. I've, I've hired influencers that were just like, a waste of money, you know, they, they don't really, they have fake following or, you know, whatever the case is, or just didn't work, you know, whatever we were trying to do. Um, and I wonder if you have some experience with that too, is like, what, what are the potential pitfalls out there when trying to find influencers and how do you avoid these pitfalls? Yeah. Actually, the reason we built our platform is, was the same issue. Like you know, when we started working with influencers to grow our own business or some of our, our users, we ran into some of those pitfalls. One of them was actually myself, first time losing right off the bat $400. Someone who got the money and changed his uh, username. and Mother F, dude. Dang. <laughs> yeah, there you go, right? So it's always the challenge of, should I pay first? Or he, or he would say, no, you should pay first or I will post. So it's a challenge, right? And it's kind of, it's uh, like a fundraising. You never, when you go to the valuation uh, discussion it can continue forever that's a big challenge the other challenge as you said like you know authenticity and relevancy of that influencer to my brand to my messaging to my uh, whatever objectives that i have right and then the third is that transparency like you know has this influencer worked with any other brands and what was the result how much did they pay him or her well how how much should i pay so these are the pitfalls and questions that can be overwhelming and uh, stop you from continuing the journey, which can be very rewarding. And most people won't do it because they don't know answers to these questions or solutions mm. that they can help them 
with. So that's why we built our platform and realized like, okay, if we could have data on influencers in terms of their authenticity, their interest, their uh, relevancy, and we put the AI behind it in terms of the pricing, how we should price this influencer for this type of brand, and also how much this influencer has been paid before on our platform, and how much does this has this influencer thought is worth himself or herself when they made an offer to another brand. These are all, if they can, we can fit them all into an algorithm and can use that to serve the micro brands, micro e-commerce guys, micro, you know, beer brands. We then we make the life much more like a no-brainer. Okay, I go in, I set up my campaign, I put my assets in there, I have my objectives. Wait for influencers to come in. Everything is there. You can yeah. ne- negotiate and see. Okay, if he's saying he's uh, worth hundred dollars, and the platform says like you know he's worth only ninety dollars, that's okay. Like you know, I paid ninety or hundred. That's fine. But if it's like too far off, like uh, you can start negotiating and saying no. I see you. You got paid by Guinness for fifty dollars. Why not? We work around that. Yeah, what the hell, man? You're overcharging me. Yeah, and you reviews and all of this. And then the scroll system in terms of payments. So the pit, that's the biggest, you don't want to lose your money uh, regardless. So when there's a platform third party that says, okay, I keep the money till like the campaign is delivered and then I release the money, that's the safest place to go. Uh, Same as Airbnb, same as Uber. You never feel like, you know, you don't have to add your credit card to Uber or the driver will drop you off in the middle of the highway and get the money and walk away. So, because these platforms take care of you and, and, and that's the beauty of marketplaces that uh, what they do and transparency, right? That really is, you know, and I think that that was where my mind was naturally going to is like, okay, I think a platform, a marketplace of sorts kind of helps solve that for the average Joe business guy who doesn't really know influencer marketing or how to talk to these people because it, dude, I've done it and you've done it, like getting the pitch decks and being like, well, is this even real? Like, is this even like what you should be charging? Is it way too much? Is it way too little? I'm like, you're going to you're going to take like two minutes to make this post, maybe not two minutes, maybe an hour and you're going to charge $400 for it. Like, come on. But the, but the marketplace, you know, that's awesome. I didn't even think about that is that it kind of can give you a going rate for this thing, for this size and give you at least some framework for perspective, trying to price it perspective. Yeah. Um, The safety and the, and the escrow kind of. And I tell you like, you know, for example, for example, uh, the algorithm we built is that, uh, it puts a, like a, the whole influencers that are database into perspective for someone's pricing in terms of what they are actually getting on the regular post engagements on a daily basis versus the, the entire crowd and feeding back seven algorithms in the, the market as well as your live data. Like you know, as soon as as an influencer, you start talking to 10 different brand, brands and making offers, the algorithm starts learning from your own mind how much you think you are worth versus and also any deals you close they all become more transparent in the marketplace for you as the new brand coming in and looking at these uh, new uh, influencers who are making offer to you so i think uh, stuff, you, yeah. you get rid of all the risks and uh, make it much more easy and uh, diy for people to do it that's again, you know, I started this conversation about, you know, on a note of excitement because now with tools like this 
and, and with what you're doing with a influencer, it's like, well, you know, this is possible for folks to actually get involved and it becomes, you know, reasonable now to, and, and obtainable. I, I want to ask your opinion about this too, is this is what I think about um, when I look at influencer marketing is like, okay, Instagram and Facebook and these TikTok and these other platforms, they like are really good at getting your money and they want all of the money. They want all of it. Yeah. They don't care. And influencers take away some of that money from them because the influencer is getting paid for through whatever to post on these platforms and Instagram and Facebook are not getting this money. So my question to you is kind of like an industry question is like, all right, like, what do you think is going to happen with that? Do you think Facebook and Instagram are going to, are they embracing the influencer thing and just being okay with it at this point? Or are they trying to like stop it and, and take it over? Cause there was that thing that came out recently. I don't know, in the last year or so where, you could now link up with creators on Instagram and stuff. And the that's platform a, sucks. I've used it. It's awful. But I'm curious to see your thought and what's going on. That's, a, that that's the thing. Like, you know, uh, they're trying to tiptoe into what the, is the reality. And as the platform, as, as, as giants, they always have to protect their revenue. And I understand like, you know, where you're coming from and saying they have to somehow protect it. But uh, it's a trade-off. Like, you know, you, are you gonna kill yourself, shoot yourself in the foot, or you gotta let it go and let like you know some other people also make money off of your platforms? I think YouTube had a very good philosophy. Said, okay, let's share the revenue with the, all the influencers. Every advertisement that we run on on your video, 50-50 between uh, the creator and and YouTube. Uh, Instagram is getting to that space and saying, okay, if you have an IGTV, let's share the revenue 50-50% to compete with YouTube. And eventually, uh, either they sh- they're going to acquire one of these uh, big platforms, successful platforms like ours, and integrate it to, to, to become... Because, you know, when you are a big platform like Google, Facebook, LinkedIn, you can only f- do one thing very well. And it's that the social part and connect, connecting people and showing the content. And all you have to do also compete with, you know, other, your competition, which is TikTok, Snapchat, to make sure they don't take away your sandwich, right? When, it's, when it comes to monetizations and channels like influencers, they have to eventually let other people to get that right and acquire that. YouTube did uh, a few years ago with FitFam, I think. And they acquired hmm. that platform and uh, kind of integrated into their and destroyed it actually <laughs> somehow. Uh, they couldn't execute on it. They integrated to their platform. As you see, Instagram is trying to tiptoe into that space, but it's not their DNA, right? It's not their DNA. It's very apparent that it's not. And, and, and they can't kill influencers on their platform because they're killing the content, right? On, on the platform. Content is everything and already platform like TikTok is threatening them, right? That's another thing that is interesting about the the potential with influencers too is is in my opinion, and maybe I'm jaded too, is that influencer marketing doesn't replace advertising. Uh, but in order to run good advertising on these platforms, you have to have content. And content development is is an expensive and challenging and it is a challenging process and it takes a creative mind to develop this stuff. Um, but an influencer can help with that potentially, right? And this is actually something you and I have talked about offline uh, previously. Is like, you know, you could actually get influencers to make you the content that you could use on your on your channel and your ads. And I wonder if you can elaborate on that too. Is like, is that possible with, with this platform? Is that common? Like, how do you actually 
do that? Like, is that just a job you can put out and say, Hey, I want somebody to make me this content or do you have to do both or, or what does that actually look like? Actually, when I talk with my business partner and uh, investors, always saying it's like using influencers to create content for you is like killing two birds with one stone. Uh, And what it means is that, look, traditionally, either we hire people to create videos, content or graphics for us, or we go to platforms like Fiverr and spend some money with the pure graphic designers, videographers to create those content for us. Uh, they don't necessarily resonate with your brand. They don't resonate with what you, your messaging is. They just do what you ask them to do. And there's no face or voice of, um, and, and like a powering voice and face of these themselves on the video or content that they create. Whereas when you go to influencer marketing, your objective should be always like, I want these guys who are so talented in creating a content that has engaged with millions of hundreds of tens of thousands of people and building this audience to create a content with this uh, voice, with you know maybe funny voice with sexy voice, like, you know, with like a dance on it, whatever their their, uh, talent is for my business and leave it to them. Just give them the media kit and leave it to them to create that content for you. And you always will see like, it's the best content that you could ever imagine when it comes out. Like, you know, you, you can't believe like you pay them some money. They create that content for the reels or stories or feed, but eventually you have that content, you own that content. Also, you're getting that content promoted on their feed, on their social. And what else do you want? Like, you know, it gets promoted as well as you have the content. And now you can reuse that content on your advertising. You can boost that. You can uh, put some budgets, uh, advertising budgets on it. You can now start promoting this content over some other influencers for cheaper price because they don't have to create it. So you just push it on their feed. So mm-hmm. you can re- reuse this in, in all of your marketing materials, emails, whatever you do, right? And and actually has worked for us and some of uh, the early users that we had in the fitness space, especially so well, so well, like, you know, and this, there are actually partners that are working with us right now to, and what they do, they built P, um, personal um, product pages for e-commerce, Shopify or Magento, uh, guys, merchants, for example, if you're selling a beer and this beer is herbal and it's useful for uh, an older guy is can use it for kidney stones and the other person, like the younger guy, can use it for getting tipsy. Depends on the personality. They want their checkout pages, product pages to become, wow. have, have a different content and different messaging. So what Same they product, do, different, 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 uh, different view. Yeah, different yeah. target, different messaging, different video, different picture. So what they're trying to do to integrate our influencer marketing uh, platform into uh, the e-commerce that so you can just order the content from relevant audience, relevant influencers, and they create that content that goes to your product pages for targeting, personalized targeting, right? And, you know, if you think about doing this in the past, if you were going to create a video to have, you know, a, a person that is reflective of your target market. So let's talk about beer folks. It's probably a, a 35 year old guy with glasses and a beard and some tattoos. Like you'd have to find an actor, hire them, contract a studio, make that video, get a million cuts, spend a day in the studio recording it. You're talking thousands of thousands of dollars to get this done. 
Um, but with an influencer, somebody who you can find somebody who fits your, your demo is going to produce a good piece of content. And then, like you said, you can leverage this content over and over again in many different ways across many different platforms, which yeah. is, which is really exciting. If it's at the very least, that's all you did. You know, yeah, if you just sp- use it to source content, that would be a huge, like, yeah. Uh, and especially in this day and age with, with people like us building products that we're building, we, all we do is that make it so simple and easy for you to go quickly find that person or many of these people and, and, get things done in a matter of a couple of days and go back and start using that. Or usually what I do, because I'm a little bit more growth hacker minded, when I have the content, I start pushing that content across hundreds of like very micro influencers, like, you know, kind of nano influencers feed with my own targeting hashtags that I'm trying to target across these accounts at the same time. All of a sudden, on Instagram, everybody's who's using these hashtags look at us. Oh, what's going on? Why is this beer? Everybody, everybody's talking about why is this beer everywhere, right? Yeah. So all you need to do is like shock the market and audience, then say, "Oh, here you go, my beer is out, or my product is out," right? Man, that's radical. And I think at this point too, you know, if if you're not already, hopefully you're you're kind of excited to take a look at this platform that Cyrus has put together. I'm definitely going to go take a look at it. I know that you are, are getting places with it. You're very much so in, in growth mode right now with the company. Uh, but for those people that are interested to, to dive deeper and, and learn more about it and you, where do they go to find this thing? Basically you go to aInfluencer.com, And from there, if you're a business, you can sign up as a business. If you're a brand. So if you're an influencer, you can go to, our uh, apps on the app stores from there or like search them on the app store influencer and uh, download them join the platform set up your uh, ad campaign it takes you only once to set up your campaign put up your objectives and again assets for influencers and then either invite hundreds thousands of influencers for free and all free you don't need to spend any money apart from when you close a deal with the influencers to pay influencers. Yeah, that's different. Other platforms that I've seen, you've got to pay to even be on the platform. Exorbitant money, amount of money, right? So, uh, because we are trying to to serve underserved, which are smaller businesses, new uh, brands, uh, emerging emerging brands, and people who who can't afford those big monies to, to just use a tool, right? So invite these influencers or sit back and wait them wait for them to uh, make offers to your ad and negotiate the deal, go back and forth, close it, and wait for them to just get it done for you. And when when it's done, tracking will be done for you, and reports are sent back for that campaign. And you can repeat that, can leave reviews, can continue from there working with that influencer as often as you want, and. Uh, yeah, I think you will enjoy it and you will see a long uh, overdue type of platform that any small and medium-sized businesses wanted to have without uh, lose, like, you know, breaking their banks to get into influencer marketing. Hopefully, and what's, the like the, what's like the like entry-level price point for a campaign, do you think? Like what, what do you I, think is the, the entry think, level? 
I think if you're a North American company, you go in with $500,000 to smoke this five or 10 uh, micro influences in the range of 20 to 50,000. And I'm looking at beer influences that are like 40,000 beer uh, influencers. But if you go narrow and stay, stick to North America, probably it's like two, to 12,000 influencers in North America, beer and wine. And so you just spent the uh, 500,000 and then if you're and you go from there you work with a few and you go from there right. and every time you have a new release new products coming out new the brands new uh type of beer or something coming up you can just keep going back and spend more money and the always you get these influences to make offer to you and then you have them you could always go back just repeat it's, it's like yeah. your whatsapp whatsapp for these influencers right you have yeah. this like you know, inbox that you can look at them and say, okay, I want to work with this one now. Let's just send a message and work with them. That's fantastic, man. I'll tell you what, dude, I'm going to check it out for sure. Uh, I think that there's, there's power in it for my agency uh, as well as, as my clients and um, as well as anybody too. I think, you know, this is a cool thing to at least scope out and at least get your hands on it. And you're a super smart dude. Every time I talk Thank to you, you you've got a, a great stuff going on and, and I appreciate you. you. You dedicated some time to, to fill Thank us you. in on this stuff, man. Thank you. Appreciate um, it. Anything else we want to, we want to say before yeah. we wrap up here? Man? I, 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 I want to give uh, your audience uh, with two things. One is okay. like, uh, we just released our ebook, which is free for your audience. Uh, PDF called hundred shades of influencer marketing with a uh, hundred thought leaders. So 100 thought leaders, like 100 influencer marketers work for big, uh, small and medium-sized businesses or their own businesses. And as an influencer marketer, participated in this book, shared their secrets behind uh, what they have done. And it's a, it's a phenomenal book to read it. If you go on our, uh, our website, you will see a, a link to it. I will send the link to you. So yeah. you put it on the your podcast uh, and, and I'll put it in the show notes for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I'll go scope it out. Yeah. As well as uh, your audience got hundred up to hundred dollars credit from us. If they spent uh, up to thousand dollars, one to 10 matching. Uh, all they have to do when they create the account, send us a message saying, I got this message on your podcast and give me that hundred dollar credit. Nice. hundred dollar credit, dude. I think this is the first guest we've had that has given away a hundred dollars. So there you go. We learned <laughs> from influences. Oh, we learned from influences. I love it. Um, sweet man. Well, Cyrus, dude, I very much so appreciate it. I'll Thank get all this guys. stuff in the show notes for you. Um, this has been eye-opening and informational, and uh, we should uh, we should catch up again sometime, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Chris. You uh, you have an amazing show. And I can't wait to have uh, this show live and promote it across all our own channels and let our audience to uh, watch it and listen. Sweet, too. Thanks. Thank you. Ellie.